0: Hey everyone, welcome back to the Fitlistic Wellness Podcast where we talk about everything holistic, health, and wellness related. And today I have a very special guest, a friend of mine. He's actually down the street at Herx Nutrition. His name's Artie or Arthur if you want to be like super cool about it and like old school, but I go with Artie. What's up? <laughs> um, so he owns Herx Nutrition. He had a really interesting wellness journey, I would I would say. Him and I, every time we we chat in his store, we just like, I'm there for two hours conversating. (laughs) So I thought he'd be a great guest. So
1: true story. Awesome conversations. Thank you so much, Jenna, for having me on your podcast. So uh, you kind of know my story a little bit here and there. Uh, We always talked about it, but let me reiterate it. So everybody kind of knows where I uh, come from. So originally from Europe, uh, born in Poland, uh, came to Canada at the age of seven. And uh, it was a wonderful journey. Uh, But in my childhood, being coming to Canada, not speaking any English, uh, it was hard for me to adapt. So naturally, kids are pretty mean sometimes and you get made fun of and stuff. So it's kind of like, you know, growing up uh, not in a cool group, it's kind of on my own. And then growing up uh, during my childhood, as the years went by, eight, nine, and ten, and then I developed an eating disorder problem where I just would eat a lot of food and that's where my problems started to begin and I think it was stemmed from the sense that I was uh, eating just to kind of heal myself, Mm -hmm. you know, not being invited to the parties, not going out and uh, not being picked for the teams and stuff. So I turned to food and that's how I got overweight and not just overweight, I would say really severely obese. Um, we're both short. We're both mm-hmm. five five. I'm and, five two and a half, but f- f- five two. <laughs> it's cool. I'm five five, not much taller. And I reached up to the weight of two hundred and twenty pounds. So for me that's huge. Uh so my life journey through my teens and then through um and then all the way up to the age of twenty. Uh so I was pretty o- pretty overweight, obese, sluggish. Uh still try to play my sports. But always the last guy being picked on all the teams, never got invited to uh, any of the uh, parties and that kind of stuff, you know, and you always get teased growing up being overweight Mm -hmm. and that kind of hurts too. Not when you're younger, you don't kind of know about that stuff. Right. So obviously now I understand cortisol and I understand uh, all the problems that come with it. Right. Um, Kind of binge eating and all that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. and then not moving around enough. Yes, I still was active, but not active enough. Um, so I developed uh, eating disorder in the sense of not eating enough, just eating too much. Um, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then the weight just piled on. And then at the age of 20, uh, it was, my, it was my one of those years where it all changed for me. And I kind of briefly told you about the story back mm-hmm. that uh, last time we spoke. And at the age of 20, I went over to my cousin's house. We're playing video games. And it was a hot, humid day. And we're playing. I was playing. It was fun, you know. All the cool shit we kids do. Uh, and then <laughs> and then all of a sudden, I was sitting there on the couch. And I lost the feeling of my body. And it felt like it was an eternity. But it was probably about four or five seconds. And I thought I was having a heart attack. At right? 20. At 20. That's crazy. Right, right. So then uh, my cousin's like, ah, you're fine, whatever. And being a younger kid, you know, in my 20s, I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. You must have just been something crazy. I don't know, whatever. So we went on with our day. We kept playing. But then it happened again in the middle of the night. Um, at four o'clock in the morning, it happened. I remember this day clear as night. It was it was in Mississauga, and then I went to my, uh, I went to my uncle, and I asked him to drive me to the hospital at four o'clock in the morning because I actually thought I was getting a heart attack because it happened again. It woke me out of my sleep.
0: That's crazy.
1: Yeah, so I ended up going to the hospital, saw the doctor, they ran a test, and then it wasn't a heart attack, it was just severe heart palpitations and irregular heartbeats. And he pretty much told me to lose weight. And that's when my story begins. So I went went back, uh, went back, you know, and then I started kind of freestyling it. I didn't know, I didn't know how to do it, right? But I did know something. I knew that I needed to hit the gym hard. So I signed up to the gym. I went every single day. I lost, so fast-forwarding it, in the next year and a half, year, let's say, uh, I lost about 80 pounds. But it wow. was the wrong way now that I understand oh. this science, right? It was uh, not eating enough, starving myself, over over training in the cardio sense. I didn't do any weightlifting. Mm. I was too kind of uh, embarrassed at that point in time because I've never lifted any weights. So then that's kind of... I knew a few things. I needed to fix my diet. Uh, Then I did pretty much a keto diet, but I didn't know I was doing a keto diet. Mm -hmm. Um, So I just eliminated all the sugar and the carbs. So I stuck to, and I kind of eliminated fats as well. And because I didn't understand keto at that point in time, right? So I did like protein meals and I did a little bit of fruit here and there. So that was my little bit of sugar and carbs there. But I eliminated all uh, all the artificial sugars. I eliminated pretty much everything that, um, everything that was super loaded with carbs, uh, anything like crackers, um, cereals, pastas, you know what I mean? I would still eat the potatoes. I would still eat uh, things that were more natural. Mm-hmm. Uh, but definitely uh, the weight fell off. The weight fell off. And then it got to the point where I was super skinny, shredded. Uh, but I had no energy, no power, mental fog and now, brain fog, I see. yeah, all that brain fog, right? I just didn't have, uh, any kind of, um, uh, energy to do anything. It was kind of like that endurance was gone, um, after I lost weight. So, uh, then I bounced back and I started eating and I'm like, I thought like in all the magazines, Oh, look at these guys, they're all shredded. Now I can go and eat whatever I want. And my body's just going to, you know, fill in. And, mm. and, you know, I started working out the weights, hooked up with the bros. <laughs> yeah <laughs> hooked up with the bros and then started working out and then i got overweight again not to 220 pounds uh, but i did bump my weight back up to 180 pounds and not like shredded ripped it was still overweight mm-hmm. um and now understanding my body biochemistry and everything else um i understood that my set point my set point, uh, my weight uh, was was about 180. So we will talk about that a little later. But the set point, uh, pretty much doesn't matter how much weight you lose or how much weight you gain. There's always a set point where your body always wants to return. And as uh, as we age, as we age, it does change. And that's how we naturally gain a two three pounds every year, natural weight gain, mm-hmm. right? So that's kind of the story of uh of these next fifteen years that I'll love to talk to you about.
0: Of course, and I'm waiting to hear about it because yeah, I love I love your perspective on all things like nutrition and food in regards to fitness and like overall health because like I remember okay, so I remember the other day I was in in the store yeah. And then you were talking about like the, the green string and we were like, yeah, there's so many adaptogens. And I was talking to someone and I was like, I don't even know what adaptogens are, but I think they're good for me, so I'm just going to take it. And I'm like, it's fine because yeah. like adaptogens just adapt so you can't really overdo it. Oh, they're but amazing. yeah, I want, I want to get into like talking about that a little bit because sure. I know you're very, you read a lot.
1: I read a lot. I study a lot because it got to the point where um, so these next, like, let's say, like, next six, seven years, you know, after I lost the weight, um, I yo-yoed, you know, the typical lose the weight, gain the weight, that, the set point that I just talked about, right? Yeah. And, and I didn't understand anything. So then I started researching because I was f- done with the magazines because that's, that's – uh, magazines are great, I guess, if you want to flip through pages. It's all,
0: it's all, like, Photoshop and editing and, like, it's – I find it's, like, very – it's very unrealistic to look at as, like, a goal.
1: Unrealistic. I'll tell you why. Um, there, some of the information they give in there does make sense, but a lot of it does not. Uh, because a lot of these athletes are in those magazines. There are a lot of, you know, I'm not bashing it because if you're somebody that needs it, steroids or anything like that in their, in their life, um, then you use them. But it's not for the average person. So all these people look through these magazines and you know, people are on like five or six other substances. Yeah, they can eat whatever the hell they want, and they're going to be shredded. That's what I thought. I'm like, oh, I got skinny. I'm like, I got six pack. Now, <laughs> now I'm going to be breaking out. I can eat whatever I want, and I'm just going to boom blow up, and I'm going to look like these guys. But that was far from the truth, yeah. right? So then I started studying, and I was just sick and tired of uh of the bro science, you know, the the pass me downs of the information <laughs> of everybody, you know, that's the out there. The bro science. The bro science. <laughs> The bro science, and the bro science is, you know, the it's not nobody's fault, but it's the stuff that's been passed on generation and generation and generation, and there's no, no truth behind it. And then you ask somebody, like, why? And they can't give you an answer. Mm-hmm. So then I was like, well, I need to know more. And that's where it all began. So I started researching, and I started learning about adaptogens, botanicals. I started learning about hormones, organs, uh, mindset, sleep patterns, all those things, because everybody always thinks losing weight you just you know go work out massive just go work out crush a lot of calories get in a deficit and you're going to get shredded and you're going to look a certain way yeah calories to a certain extent matter you want to gain weight go in a surplus you want to lose weight go into a deficit Mm
0: -hmm. but there's
1: so much more you need to heal your body
0: exactly i love that
1: you need to heal your body and the biggest problem with our society is that everybody's treating symptoms no one is really fixing the cause is and Mm. you can go to a dietitian you can go um you can go to places and everybody always prescribes you stuff and take this take that even when people come into my supplement store um you know what i mean you know me you hear me uh, speaking to people they ask for the magic pill and i'm like listen how much water you drink? What's your sleep like? What's your nutrition like? Um, what's your environment like? Mm-hmm. Um, tell me about everything. You know what I mean? Uh, tell me about your things. And then, you know, maybe you want to add a few supplements here and there to make the process a little bit easier. But you have to fix everything.
0: But they're also called supplement.
1: So stuff like collagen or anything like probiotics or digestive enzymes, you cycle them, right? You do, do it for a month, take a couple months off and then learn about how to do it through nutrition. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Eating probiotic and prebiotic foods and and learning how to fix our organs, fixing our gallbladder, our insulin, our thyroid, all that kind of stuff, right? Which I want to talk about actually in a sec, right? Mm-hmm. So from moving from that, you know what I mean? Uh, from learning all of that, and then I went into this rabbit hole that I kind of talked about is because it never ends. And mm-hmm. I'm still not done learning and I don't think I'll ever be because science is beautiful and science is constantly evolving Mm -hmm. so whatever we know today I've even I'll be the first one to admit you know three four years ago I used to preach something a little bit different but that's what I've been taught that's what mainstream taught me that's Mm -hmm. what the books that's what the courses taught me Mm -hmm. Um, until I kind of had to take it upon myself to reteach myself and maybe four or five years ago three years ago I was telling somebody something different and that's okay Because Mm -hmm. we have to learn how to adapt. Mm -hmm. See, life is beautiful. Uh, Changes will come in any sense. Nutrition or anything they do in life, it's just how we adapt, right? And adapting is a huge part of our life. So new foods and and new styles or learning a little bit more science is always going to be on the forefront. And we just have to learn how to kind of interpret them and want to learn them.
0: Like even when you think about like the past, say like the 80s and 90s, remember when like people thought like, Splenda was like the best thing, or hundred like, percent. But now people are like, okay, there's aspartame, and now we have stevia. It comes from a plant. It's zero calories. It's natural. You know what see, I mean? Like when you move from one thing to another, and science is always changing.
1: See, uh, a, a problem with our society, um, and a lot of these topics that we talk about is because there's something bigger behind it um you know what i mean
0: here we go here we go (laughs) there there is
1: always something bigger behind it and it's the corporations Mm -hmm. it's the um i'm not going to mention any names but Mm -hmm. there 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 is uh, corporations that pay universities and doctors not to lie on studies Mm -hmm. but to make the study in their favor right Mm -hmm. so You know what I mean? And you can't win with them, anyways, because they're just so big, and they're paying. You know, and if you're a doctor, and you're and you're getting told, hey, we're gonna pay you one point two million dollars to make sugar look good, you're gonna make sugar look good.
0: (laughs) Yeah, right. Like, and and that's another thing I wanted to touch on a little bit when you're talking about the studies. Yeah. I remember when I was in my nutrition school, I took a statistics course, which is kind of. I feel like some people might be like, why Why would you take that in nutrition school? Well, there's a really good reason and that reason being i need to be able to read studies and statistics and one thing that i find super important in studies is looking at the biases seeing who wrote it seeing how they're connected to certain companies because a lot of the time they're getting skewed in their favor
1: exactly and that's exactly what we just touched upon earlier right um and you know so Overall, we all know and I think these days there's a lot more information out there that we just have to be more conscious uh, uh, of what we eat and what we who we listen to because this is the information age. Anything that you want to know about, you can get access to and that's the beautiful part about uh, the society that we live in today. It's a good thing and a bad thing, right? Right. So, um, from, going from that, let's talk about, let's talk about what I've, what I've kind of been teaching now these days, uh, and yes. where I, where I'm at, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, last time we spoke actually before he came in the other time, I was uh, working on a three day fast, you know, remember? Did,
0: oh yeah. I was like, how do you even do that? But yeah. it's so good for you to like fast for, well, I wouldn't say go much longer for, than three days.
1: Well, it, Yes and no. Um, you know, well, I guess depending d- on the person. On the person, right? So now, if you're underweight and you're somebody on the brink of being anorexic and you have no body fat, I would not be recommending to do a fast. Mm-hmm. If you're somebody that has a hard time putting weight on, I would not be recommending a fast. Mm-hmm. Um, so anybody underweight or anybody that has hard time putting on weight, I would be like eat every uh, so many so hours, eat six meals a day, and mm-hmm. put the weight on, mm-hmm. or. Um, at from least from the
0: right thing, from the right, from the right food. <laughs>
1: Obviously, healthy nutrition. I'm not talking about uh, calories. See, everybody always thinks like, and I used to preach this too: if it fits your macros, mm-hmm. but that's so fake. Um, or I
0: remember you. T- yeah, if this if is it, interesting because I didn't know it changed there. Yeah, so it you. fits your
1: macros, right? And I try that, and I'm like, well, why the hell? I'm like, well, then why, why the it,
0: hell? Not? I remember. Yeah. I remember. <laughs> I'm like, why isn't this
1: not working? And it's and it's because if that was the theory. Then that would mean a bag of chips at, let's say, 120 calories is the exact same as 120 calories of broccoli. And any idiot out there in this world would know that that's not the same.
0: This guy's a savage.
1: Yeah, because just common sense. You you can't literally... Expect a calorie to be a calorie that's the same as something else if it's not mm-hmm. right. So, this whole theory of calories in, calories out is also fake. It and, is, and I used to preach it. And I'll again, I'll, I'll say I was wrong, and I don't mind admitting that I was wrong. I've learned a lot more, and I've and I've uh, I've elevated. Yes. Uh, <laughs> got
0: lifted here, folks. Uh, I got lifted, lift the city <laughs> by the way. Uh, yes. Yeah. So that, went, that worked so yeah. well. <laughs> so you
1: know what I mean. So a lot of a lot of the stuff that I that I've been learning more now. So growing up, you know, I learned what to do the right way, not the right way. I did the carb cycling. I did the intermittent fasting. I did the starving myself and massive amounts of cardio. Mm-hmm. I did the no sugar. Uh, the kind of keto style uh, diet, which I didn't know I was doing keto, but it wasn't the right type of keto because I don't understand the micronutrients and, ma- and then macronutrients and all that kind of stuff. Um, so fast forward, boom, 10 years, 30 to 35. I'm 35 now. Um, that, that's five years. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> but I mean like uh, I meant to say like so in these last 15 years where I've started this journey, oh, okay, okay. these last five years, I've <laughs> been my best five years because oh, wow. it all kind of now wrapped together because along this whole journey... If anybody uh, that knows me from my childhood, like growing up, even like in my 20s and stuff, I used to always come out and be like, I got the new thing. This is the right diet. This is I got I found out the answers. This is the truth. This is the best shit. And I would preach it to all my friends. And everybody would try it or not try it. And then it will be like, it would work or not work. And then next year, I'd be like, this is it. Now I know what I'm doing. <laughs> and and the beautiful part about that is, is I'm humble enough to uh, to say that I was incorrect on a lot of things. But this is what, where I evolved you as live a and human. You learn. Yeah, you perfectly said, right? Live and you learn. And you have to learn. Mm-hmm. So mistakes in life aren't mistakes unless you don't learn from them, uh, right? So a lot of people go through life and they think try things and... And they fail at things, and then they get all upset because they try to be so perfect. But it's not that you're supposed to fail. You're mm-hmm. supposed to experience things. It mm-hmm. doesn't matter if it's nutrition. It's anything in life. You know, try it once. It doesn't work. Don't go back. You're stupid if you go back. You know, it's that whole mm-hmm. saying, fool me once, sh- shame on you. <laughs> J. Cole. Right? You know that song? Yeah. Fool me fool? twice, shame on me, right?
0: Fool me three times, fuck, peace. Okay, anyways. <laughs> and <that's>, uh, <laughs>
1: Listen to Jenna, because I didn't know the lyrics, but exact, I know the song. You're but welcome. Uh, Thank you. Uh, But that's exactly it, right? And it's you have to live and you learn, right? So out of all these last 10 years, I pretty much learned what worked and what did not work. I tried it all on myself. So I've been uh, my own guinea pig, which I really love. Um, In life, there is few people, right? Uh, Different types of people where book smart people... And they can preach the stuff and the science and whatever. There's people that lived it and they've learned from it. And then there's people that listen to other people and they do everything else they tell them to do. Mm -hmm. Right. What if you can be all three where you try the things, you listen to others and you also learn and be book smart. And that's where, you know, I'm not saying I'm the best, but I still like to learn a lot more. But that's where I kind of brought all this together. I listen to what other people say. Mm -hmm. I try it on myself. What I learn, I try on myself and I educate myself. Biggest thing I could uh, tell a lot of people these days read books. Mm-hmm. Read books. And even these days, it's even a lot easier. Listen to audio, things like this and podcasts. podcasts. Hey. Yeah, podcasts, <laughs> videos, audio, audio things. Anything that you can listen to, read books because you're learning from people that have been writing. Uh, even if it might not be true, because you have to kind of start to dig your own science and start mm-hmm. to learn about it. this. You have to the, like
0: decipher what's do. out there.
1: You have to decode the code. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yes. And that's the that's the beautiful part about today. It's the information age. Back then, it was a specialist. You did have to go to university. You did have to uh, be a doctor or, or, or somebody that went to school for a certain course. These days, if you have the the passion, if you have the mental capacity, the energy, the willingness to learn and to adapt, then you can be a true pro at your own art. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because
0: there's so many resources now. Like you don't have to go and sit and, down in the classroom all the time. And
1: everybody is sharing information. So today... If you want to be a professional as a doctor, yeah, go to university, go to college. But if you got any ounce of energy in you, and you're and you're very savvy, and you're very uh, informative, and you know how to decipher information, and you want to dig more, you can do all this stuff yourself, mm-hmm. right? Um, and that's where I've been on this journey. And I've and I today I could really say, when I was younger, I was always so eager. You know, how old are you now, Jenna? I'm 23. 23. <laughs> no, the reason I ask is I'm 35. <laughs> And I remember going through these stages, and I was like, and I was like, man, I want to know everything, and I want to learn all this stuff. But now I've learned, I'm like, holy shit, it takes time.
0: A hundred percent. It takes time. This is a
1: beautiful journey, and it's not how fast you get there; it's it's the quality and it's the quality
0: quanti- over quantity. Is that the, what the word I'm looking? Quality for?
1: Quality over quantity, hundred percent, right? But you, but best if you know if you have both, and the mm-hmm. only time, the only way to get both is through time, mm-hmm. right? Exactly. Everybody wants everything so fast, but now I could say easily um that i have a decade plus decade and a half of information that i can share with people
0: That's and, and my life
1: experiences but when you're 23 it's like you know look at you you just graduated
0: i know and, and you just like, started
1: your practice i'm
0: so like
1: yo mad respect to that though you a little, bu- little, props. Bump, little bump there uh props <laughs> to that because because you're already in this spirit of doing these things and you're only 23 i wish i was doing these things but again when back when I was 23, a lot of the stuff wasn't around. Mm-hmm. Technology wasn't this advanced. We just yeah. talked about when we had a little uh, funct- uh, technical, fun- yeah, function, technical, function technical difficulties. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean? I was just talking about how back in the day when I bought my first computer, one gig was like huge, and now you're talking <laughs> about terabytes. You know what yeah. I mean? So anyway, <laughs> anyway, so that's so that's that. We're in the information age, but. last five years have been my most successful and this is this is where i want to blow everybody's minds uh moving forward in this conversation here we go here we go so (laughs) body types uh body types are really important uh you know if you're good with carbs if you're good with fats uh if you're good with uh whatever your body kind of want to adapts wants to adapt to you kind of want to play you want to play on those strengths right Mm -hmm. so if if keto works for me and keto doesn't work for you then why the hell would you do keto? Mm-hmm. But you know, if intermittent fasting works for both of us, then we both do intermittent fasting. And mm-hmm. then we, you can do carb cycling. I can do, I can do uh, I can do keto, whatever, understanding how to plug. And then the biggest thing is you have to understand these things inside and out, because mm-hmm. then you can't manipulate it. Because what happens is everybody gets a little plan and, and then they follow it and they see changes for three months and then they can't follow through because it doesn't become a lifestyle mm-hmm. because they don't know all the information. You know, I do keto right now because I used to be an overweight kid my whole life, and the carbs, uh, I've developed insulin resistance uh, mm-hmm. growing up, and now I understand insulin resistance and how insulin works. It's a beautiful hormone. It's, it's
0: funny, actually. Yeah. Well, not funny, but uh, that's a weird word for me to use. Uh, but my friend Judy, she was on here a couple episodes back, and she was talking about the same sort of thing. Yeah. That's kind of how she got into the, the fitness game, too, because... She had PCOS and she had a lot of insulin resistance. That's and, right. And it led her to become overweight and like obese as well because that. That's right. Insulin hormone like yeah. it's very important and super important. I like that you brought that up.
1: Super important <laughs> and this is where the fun begins. So, <laughs> understanding how to control your hormones and your organs um, is is so much more powerful than your diet. Um mm-hmm. and your lifestyle but you have to understand you have to be able to manipulate and control everything and your lifestyle and your and your uh, everyday kind of life um, mm-hmm. to be able to achieve a certain type of body or becoming the best version of yourself mm-hmm. okay um so a lot of people that are overweight a lot of people that are overweight and I have a stomach hanging over their waist Uh, you know what I mean that's usually a first sign of insulin resistance probably a fatty liver mm-hmm. uh probably a fatty liver and let's talk about it right so Mm -hmm. Basically, um, why let's talk about intermittent fasting, also Mm -hmm. known as IF, uh, right? Uh, It's very common right now these days. I find out a lot of people are doing it, and -hmm. it's a big topic. Mm -hmm. Why is intermittent fasting so huge? Um, Intermittent fasting um, gets a bad rep uh, Mm -hmm. by a lot of people in a society that do not understand it and don't understand the science and the biochemistry behind the body. Mm -hmm. So... Intermittent fasting, uh, if you look back, our ancestors, um, they were fasting. They would do a three-day fast, two-day fast, because food, would, you know, they're, we're all hunters. Yeah, right? we were hunting.
0: We were, we that's were right. physically active to get our food. That's right. And we would go a certain that's amount
1: right. of time until we ate. 100%. So well, what would happen is, that's how our bodies over time developed the fat mechanism storing fat Mm -hmm. right and we'll get it all into this Uh, so your body stores fat as a defense mechanism just Mm -hmm. in case you have to go through days on end without any food then your body wants to always store fat and that's your cushion because if you don't go for three days without food guess what your insulin drops and as soon as your insulin drops your body burns all the sugar which back then if they ate carbs fruits and whatever uh your liver stores sugar Mm -hmm. okay Um, And then your muscles Store glycogen Mm -hmm. Right So glycogen in the muscles Is phenomenal Um, That's your energy That's your power But You don't have to burn Through all of that To achieve fat burning you just have to make sure your liver is depleted of all the sugar, mm-hmm. right? So as soon as your liver is depleted of all the sugar that's been stored there from all the carbohydrates or any of the sugary substances, that's why these days uh, everybody's getting overweight and obesity is skyrocketing. It's it's insane. It's because there's so much artificial stuff going around and everything's hidden sugars and And,
0: everything's filtered through the liver
1: and everything's your liver is your everything your 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 cleaning mechanism everything that even the air that we breathe in everything has to all Mm -hmm. the toxins will get will go through the liver right so when there is sugar present in your liver you will never burn fat you know you can create a deficit you can create a deficit and you can overwork your body and you can create a deficit and you might you might lose a little size here and there but you truly truly aren't attacking the fat so how do you attack the fat if you've stored enough fat and you take away your food for a day, you can do a full day, you can do a two-day, you can do a three-day, which is mm-hmm. wonderful things ha- start to happen. And we'll talk about it. But uh, you are literally allowing your body to clean your liver, deplete the sugar, and then your brain says, so you don't have to do a keto diet to achieve ketosis. Mm-hmm. You just have to be in a state where your sugar is fully depleted from your liver, not your muscles, just your liver, and then your brain says, Because your brain technically does require carbohydrates to function. Mm -hmm, It does. But it doesn't need exogenous carbohydrates. Exogenous just means anything from the outside. So you feeding your body exogenous carbohydrates.
0: But a lot of the time too, what I find personally and what I've read in the past is a lot of it has to do with uh, fat and protein in the brain too. Because like, for example, there's a lot of people with mental health issues a lot of the times adding fish oil into their supplementation can help with that.
1: Well, that's a a whole other little section here. That's making sure you're getting all the required micronutrients for the Mm day, Um, right? So that's where the whole calorie thing, uh, calorie, this calorie versus this calorie is not the same. Mm -hmm. Because because chips and broccoli don't have the same micronutrients, right? So that's where that kind of comes from, right? But without the presence of sugar in your liver, your brain says, well, feed me. So it's going to say to your liver, produce me ketones. Right, so ketones are going to grab the fat and they're going to metabolize it and now you're burning fat but you're also turning into carbohydrates to feed your brain mm-hmm. so that way when you hear people talking oh I'm on keto diet and I feel great all day well no shit you're, <laughs> you're,
0: you're, 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 feeding,
1: you're, you're giving your brain fuel all day without even mm-hmm. eat, feeding actual food through your mouth because you got to realize every time you eat food uh, not fats though fats do a minimal amount of spike of insulin Okay, and we'll yeah, get into that. Yeah. Just minimal amount. Uh, if it, it, it's A little, little bit, it does. Uh, but proteins and carbohydrates and artificial sugars and sugars spike your insulin like there is nobody's business, mm-hmm. right? And insulin is good. Insulin is good, but insulin resistance is not good. So insulin is a normal function. It's a hormone that your body releases and it, and it, and it grabs onto the energy source, holds it inside a cell, and it turns it into energy, ATP, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's how your body functions yes
0: right? i love this so adenosine triphosphate thank you're you you're welcome
1: thank you um <laughs> see that's why i love talking every time you come into the story because we can talk like this right <laughs> so atp is created and it's energy but it's the overwhelming amount of carbohydrates everybody's eating five times a day six times a day and here's where i was wrong a couple years ago talking about keep eating speed up your metabolic rate which is so fake uh and i'll admit i was wrong right so so everybody's constantly eating, 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 all day long, snacking in it. So they're constantly producing insulin and your body just says, whoa, 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 slow the fuck down. <laughs> like you're wearing me out, like I need to rest. Mm-hmm. So that's, where, that's what insulin resistance is. So now your body grabs onto this energy source, which is the sugar or the carbs and even fat and it's, and it just holds onto it. it, doesn't burn it for energy anymore. And then it stores it into its fat cells because it says, well, I better put this shit away just in case I don't get fed, <laughs> right? And that's how we gain I, weight, and that's I how, love we, how we, I, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so that's that's how we get overweight, and that's where my eyes started opening up. I'm like, holy shit! Mm. I'm like, so it's yes, yeah, so you got to work out. Yeah, you got to work out. You want to circulate blood flow through your body and circulate, and and you want to build muscle because you got it. You got to tear muscle to rebuild muscle, mm. right? Catabolic effect, acidosis, and everything else. But, <laughs> but people need to start to realize is. You will not control your health until you control your hormones and your organs, right? Mm-hmm. And there's a lot more to this. I, like We definitely have to do more podcasts in the future because we can 100%. talk about certain topics. This is like an overall today, but we can literally <laughs> talk about one topic for an hour. No problemo. Because you know, I could sit here and talk for three for, hours. You know, I, I don't want to stay here and sleep overnight because like <laughs> I could stay here and talk all night. <laughs> I know,
0: I know.
1: Right, <laughs> But anyway, so check this out. So now you're, you're feeding your body and all this stuff. Uh, constantly so you're, you're constantly overworking your pancreas mm-hmm. your pancreas is where your insulin is released mm-hmm. so your pancreas all of a sudden says I'm tired and then it keeps shooting out this insulin because you keep telling it to because you keep eating all these carbs and sugar and then it, that stops working and now you got fat and that's mm-hmm. how you get fat right
0: mm-hmm. so and that's where diabetes kind of type 2 diabetes comes from as well. type 2
1: diabetes that's just the two, that type 2 diabetes comes from too much sugar in your body
0: mm-hmm. right
1: so that's just your body that can't even can't even burn the sugar anymore it can't even burn so how do you fix all this intermittent fasting
0: mm-hmm. right
1: intermittent fasting because without the presence of food as soon as you wake up do you know the dawn phenomenon the what, huh? The dawn, the dawn phenomenon.
0: Perhaps I. I
1: yeah, it's pretty sick. So naturally, your body, when it wakes up, it produces cortisol and testosterone just to yeah, wake yeah. you up, right? Yeah, your yeah. body temperature goes up, but it also, but it also dumps a bunch of carbohydrates into your bloodstream to wake mm-hmm. you up. It's your energy. So yeah. your body naturally just—it's called the dawn phenomenon. Oh, okay. I didn't
0: know that's what it was yeah. called. You're welcome.
1: Um, so the, the that. So so <laughs> dawn phenomenon is a beautiful thing and naturally occurs in every human being, and it's mm-hmm. just how your body uh, physically works, right? Yeah. So it dubs a, a little carbs into your bloodstream, it wakes you up, that's your energy, mm-hmm. right? All of a sudden you have a little bit of ATP and that's what wakes up your body in the morning and you go, right? Mm-hmm. And then your body will clear that very quickly. That's just a little dump, right? Yeah,
0: and then people get coffee. <laughs> Then they
1: get coffee, which is coffee. A little bit of coffee is fine, like uh, or uh, caffeine. Everything in moderation. In
0: moder-
1: in moderation, right? Yeah. And that's a whole other topic, because you don't yeah. want you don't want to you don't want to stress all your adrenal glands, right?
0: Here uh, we go. Look right? at this guy; he's bringing everything. Everything like is my
1: horse, arsenal like bang, 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 bang. <laughs> uh, but but here's the big thing. Uh, here's the big thing. Um, if you fast in the morning, mm-hmm. you know, breakfast, break a fast. Um, if you break your fast, don't break it. First thing in the morning, allow your body still stay in the fastest state because guess what, it's still running off its own fuel. As exactly. soon as you have something exogenous, again, any kind of thing, any kind of meal that you that you eat. I'm just mm-hmm. using fancy words, yeah, um, big words, big words, I feel <laughs> special. Um, but exogenous, right? So anything that you're feeding your body, uh, right, you are telling your body, boom, release the insulin, stop your fat burning. Mm-hmm. You got to realize this, this biggest thing that I want to uh, I want you to realize from this conversation with the presence of insulin you will never burn fat mm-hmm. so unless somebody can prove me wrong with some real science not bro science real science <laughs> uh, th- that's my belief for the rest of my life yeah so if there is insulin present in your blood sh- I- I- in your body you will never burn fat and that's mm. why intermittent fasting works beautifully uh, mm. is that a word is it beautifully a word
0: Yes, yeah, I think so. Maybe. But maybe. I'm Polish,
1: that's <laughs> why. Uh, so that's why uh, I make up some words sometimes. It's fine. Yeah. I think
0: that's a word. Kay. But yeah, that's something else I want to touch on because intermittent fasting, a lot of people get scared by the word fast, but they kind of don't really properly know how to do it or do it to their lifestyle. So personally, when yeah. I intermittent fast, mm-hmm. so I'll stop eating dinner, say, around 7 p.m. Yeah. And then the next day, I won't eat until like noon. That's right. So, like, you're literally sleeping for most of the time you're fasting. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, like, people, I feel like people might get scared by the they fact to think that, like, oh, I'm going to wake up and I'm not going to eat until yeah. dinner. No, so, no, 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 So, no.
1: I'll tell you, I'll tell <laughs> you, uh, a lot of people are afraid because they think, oh, I'm going to lose muscle and all this stuff. Far from the, far from the truth. Again, bro science, this is the stuff. Muscle is protein. Mu- muscle, muscle is protein. Not yeah. fat. Yes. <laughs> but, but I mean, did I, did I say that? No, 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 oh, no. Oh, okay, but, okay.
0: Like, I'm saying, like... Just in a general standpoint, like you're not gonna necessarily use lose muscle tone you're from not fasting lo- because no. your body's not using the proteins that's or right. whatever in your muscles that's right. as energy. So
1: without without any food being present, that's why we fast. So without insulin and sugar being present in your liver, your mm-hmm. body will produce ketones. So that's mm-hmm. why we wake up in the morning and we don't eat anything right off the bat, because you are still producing. You're gonna produce ketones, and mm-hmm. those ketones are gonna burn fat. So yeah. until your first meal, till 12 o'clock or 1 o'clock or 2 o'clock, however you want to do it, because mm-hmm. there's different types of fasts, right? You will keep burning fat as energy and fuel until you eat your first meal because then you're going to wake up the insulin, right? The mm-hmm. insulin's going to start to shoot out. It's going to say, oh, grab onto the sugar and carbohydrates. You grab those, store them inside the cell, burn it for energy, and boom, you got energy, but you just stop the fat-burning process, mm-hmm. right? So now, if you're super overweight and you got lots of food, Stored, which is AKA fat. Um, You know what I mean. You can fast, and you don't have to be afraid of fasting. Now, again, if you're somebody that's on the verge of anorexia or super skinny and have a hard time putting on weight, yeah, like a
0: really quick metabolism, probably or a really
1: or a really fast metabolism, you probably would not want to use this strategy, right? I feel like
0: something I need to really mention is take everything what we say as a grain of with a grain of salt. Is that what I'm trying to say? Is because because everyone's different.
1: Everybody's different. I think
0: that's really important. Yeah, and to mention because like well exactly everyone's body type is different it's just like just 100%. sort of recommendations for certain
1: 100 percent. and this is just uh stuff that i've taught myself and clients and um you know what i mean and science that i've researched and it's just this is not anymore um this is not stuff that's written in magazines mm-hmm. this is real
0: research <laughs> real research real <laughs> science
1: how your body actually works yeah so i'm taking stuff that i've learned from doctors and bringing it together in the fitness world, and now uh, and applying it, right? And nutrition, and nutrition, everything, everything, right? So, the whole thing about uh, intermittent fasting—it's great to burn fat. Now, again, if you're in, if you're somebody that's super skinny or underweight or has a fast metabolism, and you have a hard time putting on weight. You probably would not want to do that. But you got to realize too, back in the day. Um, even like 30, 40 years ago Until the modern diet uh, mm-hmm. You would only eat three meals You would wake up at Everybody intermittent fasting Just didn't know they were mm-hmm. doing it You would eat a meal At 8 o'clock in the morning Breakfast let's say Standard Then you would mm-hmm. eat lunch Four hours later at 12 And then you would eat dinner At 4 Look at that That's an 8 hour feeding window And in 16 hours You're not eating mm-hmm. That's why nobody was overweight mm-hmm. uh, Nobody was overweight Because they were intermittent fasting Because mm-hmm. You got to realize is that every – I know I'm being very repetitive, but every time there's insulin present, you're never going to burn fat. So people used to never snack back in the day. They used to eat a proper meal, Mm -hmm. 8 o'clock, 12 o'clock, and 4 o'clock, breakfast, lunch, and dinner.
0: And and even like looking back at their ancestors, right? Like the hunter-gatherer thing. So like in between, they wouldn't really – they would have like their meat, right? Like whatever they hunted. In between, they would eat whatever they could – sometimes like salvage like for example like oh there's some lettuce let's go just eat that like
1: yeah and and, and you would hunt and you get you get a big catch and you need that big ass meal and you would have food for three four days and then sometimes you wouldn't eat for four or five days mm-hmm. so so in that time that you didn't eat for four or five days mm-hmm. whatever your body stored excessively now your body's fueling itself off of that food mm-hmm. right and genetically, the way we were uh, evolved as human say, uh, sapiens, you know what I mean? Human the
0: sh- sapiens. Hu- the
1: sapiens, <laughs> human, whatever, right? Uh, we evolved to, to create these beautiful bodies and, mm. and stronger bodies. And we've evolved uh, to be these phenomenal machines, mm. right? So without the presence of food, let's say you did like a four or five day fast, beautiful things start to happen. Right, prolonged fasts are phenomenal. Uh, Mm -hmm. Autophagy occurs. So here's the this is why people are scared of fasting. Let's say Mm -hmm. because oh I'm gonna lose muscle. Oh it's not healthy for me. I'm gonna die. No, you don't die. You eat the right amount of, uh, you don't eat anything in a fast, but you still want to cl- uh, consume electrolytes. So Himalayan sea, uh, pink Himalayan sea salt. Mm-hmm. You might want to get like yourself your minerals. your minerals, right? So you have good electricity uh, being conducted in your body. That way you can function. You don't get, you want to get your magnesium in so you don't get muscle cramps mm-hmm. and you don't have, and you can relax your muscles You get good night's sleeps. And you gotta, you gotta do your uh, minerals and vitamins and then you can fuel your body off your fats. But mm-hmm. beautiful things start to happen in your body scientifically. You see, uh, your body autophagy. Are you, do you know what autophagy is? Yeah. Yeah. So autophagy is uh, autophagy occurs without the without uh, without the presence of food for a prolonged period of time. Usually happens about. I believe it's after it starts to occur after a good solid twenty four hours of fasting. Mm-hmm. So I do a two three day fast every month, mm-hmm. right? Because when you achieve autophagy, you're literally allowing your healthy cells. Strong cells, protein to cells, to thrive because they're eating and demolishing the shitty cells. They destroy the shitty cells. So, I'm not saying you can defeat aging, but you can you can you can definitely slow down aging mm-hmm. because you can kind of, you know, start to level off shitty looking cells, car- dead <laughs> cartilage, the, yeah. dead, dead proteins. And everybody's oh, but I'm going to lose proteins. Uh, I'm going to lose muscle and all that kind of stuff. You lose proteins doesn't mean it's proteins. Your muscle you're going to lose. Cartilage, uh, bad cartilage, connective tissue. It's like
0: survival of the fittest of your cells. Yes,
1: yes. Your body, your good cells start to eat off the shitty cells. So dead skin. So uh, hanging skin, loose skin, Mm -hmm. that's protein. Your body will consume that first because autophagy starts to take over. That's Mm -hmm. how we genetically have adapted, Mm -hmm. right? So that's why everybody growing up back in the day and hunters, everybody Mm -hmm. was lean machines. It was very rare for somebody to be fat or overweight. Yeah, And they're always like moving hunting moving. you know you were not always eating so you didn't without have cars
0: are you kidding? No.
1: so without <laughs> the presence of food in constantly in your body you're regulating your insulin levels mm-hmm. you are regulating your sugar levels in your body so nobody was a type two, type 2 diabetes never even pretty much exist it was to be type 1 diabetics if you're mm-hmm. born with it right mm-hmm. so
0: and also so, like stress and inflammation goes down plummets
1: everything 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 goes down because you allow your body to relax and you gotta realize this, when you're when you're constantly eating your digestive tract, your body shoots your body shoots a lot of your blood uh, into your digestion tract. Sixty percent of it. So the myth is always that when you eat food, your metabolism speeds up, but that could be far from the truth. Um, your body actually gets slower in a sense that it gets a little bit more tired because it's shooting 60% of its, it's taking 60% of your body's energy, your organs Mm -hmm. lose a lot of blood because now your body has to digest that food. Mm
0: -hmm. You see?
1: So you're, if you're constantly eating all day, you're stressed the hell out because, <laughs> and people get anxiety and they and they and they get tired of eating is because your pancreas never gets to relax. Your organs are always working. Your pancreas is always releasing insulin. Then insulin uh, insulin resistance occurs when you're constantly doing the sugar. So that's where the bad diets come into play, where you're constantly bashing the shit out of your body, and then you're not, you naturally will get keep getting fatter and fatter and fatter, and then. People starve themselves and do these bad diets, and then eat these calories, and it's the yo-yo effect, right? Where you yeah. lose weight, you gain weight, you, f- you gain weight, you lose weight,
0: and it messes your hormones up too. Like it does.
1: What we talked about way, uh, earlier in the podcast, this about the uh, set point, right? Mm-hmm. You got to f- you got to heal your body first. Mm -hmm. to be able to achieve a certain uh, body type right if you're Mm -hmm. trying to gain weight or lose weight you have to change a set point so the set point is where your body always wants to kind of return to Mm -hmm. if you're somebody that has a hard time gaining weight let's say you put on 20 pounds Mm -hmm. if you stop eating a certain amount of calories your body's going to want to return to where it finished yeah or where it started i mean versus if you know when i lost my weight originally 220 pounds And then I got down to 140, 135, wherever it was at. And then all of a sudden I started eating, thought I was gonna be like, oh, shredded and still maintain my size and shredness. Mm -hmm. Boom, my body returned back to 180. And every time I lost five, 10, 20 pounds, my body returned to 180. Mm -hmm. But recently I fixed my set point. And the fatter or overweight that you've been for the longer period of time, the w- the worse your hormones and your organs are, mm-hmm. right? So it's going to take you a little longer to fix that set point, but it's very doable.
0: So I think more importantly than, regardless of weight, really, it's more so like looking at your health, health. before that, and everything else will fall into place oh. because if you if if you give your body the Right fuel, the right nutrients, the right everything, you're just going to be like, you're going to have, well, not necessarily have no health issues, but like, there's so, like, being overweight is a symptom. That's right. There's so many other things that are way more important that affects that. That's a symptom. And like what we're doing in the diet culture, we're looking at the symptom, we're not looking at the cause. That's
1: right. So you said it so nicely um it's just beautiful good job yeah nice pat on the back (laughs) it's what we said earlier and and it's exactly to the t correct because everybody is trying to fix the symptom which is the way you look on the outside but if you find the cause, which is your, you got to fix your hormones, you got to fix your pancreas, you got to fix your adrenal glands, you have to fix your gallbladder, you got to fix your liver, you got to fix your thyroid. Mm-hmm. Once you fix and you get a full control on all of those things through healthy nutrition, f- good lifestyle, you give your body the chance, the opportunity to heal itself, not in a month, not in two weeks, not in two months, not in three months, six months to a year, and then it becomes a lifestyle. Yeah. Then... The way you feel, and then the way you look, will be a byproduct of what you fixed, and that's your, and that's what exactly what you said. And it's it's you're fixing your your the cause, the root cause of the problems, not the symptoms. So and right?
0: another thing I should mention: the external, the, your appearance, whatever whatever you're worried about, like it shouldn't matter because internally, what how you feel and and maybe even a weight looking at symptoms again, yeah. like that's just, what, what's the word I'm looking for? It, I'm it's like, superficial. It's like the end. It's the end. It's what's going on internally so is showing externally. L-
1: let me exactly. So l- let me, let me reverse that a little bit. Um, everybody that's these social media and all that kind of shit, uh it's so superficial because mm-hmm. ooh you got you got shredded and yeah but you also did this steroid and you did that to stay shredded like that you did this cutter that cutter this this steroid that steroid mm-hmm. and you ate like shit because you felt like you could eat that's where the if it fits your macros or or whatever yeah. you can eat whatever the hell you want yeah but you're only achieving that what happens to your body when you get off of those substances it, you not only damaged every single hormone and organ in your body and you can't function properly, you gain you get fat You yeah. get fat so everybody shrinks and then, every, or then everybody gets this depre- get all depressed and shit And they all want to kind of get back on the substances and that's the only thing that we all know uh, In the mainstream right mm-hmm. and what you said is so beautiful is because that is the truth, right? it's that byproduct of it's that symptom of look at me, I look a certain way, but am I essentially healthy? Are my organs healthy? Am I yeah. healthy? Just because you look a certain way doesn't mean you're healthy. And,
0: and, and it works the opposite way too. Yeah. Like people will look at, for example, super thin models, but you yeah. know how, what they did to get there. That's you know right. what I mean? It's not, it's not natural.
1: Yeah. Well, that's why mental health is, is through the roof, right? It's a whole nother topic mm. as well, because If you do not get the micronutrients that are required into your body, well, guess what? Anxiety, depression, um, you know, maybe the way you think of yourself, uh, like Mm -hmm. self-bad talk, all that, Mm -hmm. not loving yourself, all those things come into play because... Everything's not working properly. Your hormones Mm -hmm. are out of whack. Uh, Your brain's not firing the right way. And that's why we need all the minerals and vitamins every single day. Mm -hmm. And that's where that good nutrition comes from. So if you're doing a keto diet or if you're not doing a keto diet, but you're doing it with intermittent fasting or you're not doing intermittent fasting, you're eating a healthy diet, which it consists of all your minerals and vitamins that come from your salads, that come from the right vegetables, uh, that come from the right proteins, right? Because you still need to consume a little bit amount of protein. Uh, So you can keep a positive nitrogen balance. Mm -hmm. Uh, Nitrogen is only found in protein. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have enough nitrogen in your body, you're going to lose muscle mass, Mm -hmm. right? But if you have enough protein just to maintain a positive nitrogen balance, you're going to maintain your lean muscle mass, Mm -hmm. right? And the autophagy, what we talked about earlier, during a fast, it literally protects your uh, muscle mass. It protects Mm -hmm. everything. And your growth hormone, let's talk about that, your natural (laughs) growth hormone (laughs) gets skyrockets. It skyrockets. So without the presence... Uh, of food and do an intermittent fasting, your body says, "Whoa, well, protect me." So autophagy mm-hmm. kicks in and kills off dead cells and recycles dead cells. So get so you pretty much allow your body to rebuild beautiful new cells, mm-hmm. and also growth hormone goes through the roof. So I believe the statistic is uh, once you get past a twenty four hour fast, you achieve three hundred percent increase in the uh, natural human growth hormone, not the shit you inject. Uh, and <laughs> and as you prolong the fast, what you said earlier, uh, you know, going back to the conversation, you said I, I don't know about the five day. Uh, it actually. If you have enough fat on your body to feed you, in, and then you just get maintain the balance, minerals and vitamins in your body, if you can get those, obviously through mm. s- a lot of different ways, uh, without breaking the fast, then you will keep feeding your body through the fat. But natural growth hormone gets skyrockets. So a five, six, seven day fast, you can even reset your immune system, mm-hmm. right? It's
0: so true. You can
1: after seven days. I uh, don't quote me. I might be wrong, but I think after seven days, if you do a full seven day fast, you reset your whole immune system,
0: mm-hmm. right?
1: So, you know, there, and this is not us just making this up. Uh, a lot of the stuff that I talk about is I study doctors, mm-hmm. right? And I listen to their information because I kind of got sick of that mainstream kind of uh, yeah. information. So a lot of stuff that we're talking about right now, no one's really talking about. Mm-hmm. More and more people are talking about it these days. but Which it's, is great. It's which a good is, start. Which is phenomenal, right? And then, you know, Jenna, I know I'm talking a lot right now and I love this <laughs> podcast. Thank you for having me here. Um you know what I mean? Oh, I, we're getting there. We're getting there. It's, it's a long <laughs> chat, but there's so much to talk about. So let's just, can I overcap everything? Of course, get, please. Check let's, this let's out. Let's do it. Check this out. So <laughs> here's what I've learned, and I, we didn't even get to talk about everything. <clears throat> so you need all the right micronutrients every single day, every mm-hmm. single day. And that's through proper nutrition, learning the right nutrition. So, uh, you know, eating wild uh, fish versus farmed, mm-hmm. right? So so you can have higher omega threes versus omega sixes to bring mm-hmm. your inflammation down because if you eat high, if you have higher omega sixes you can have higher inflammation. Yada yada Mind yada. Mind you, all
0: the crap that they're feeding these fish in the farms. That's
1: right, and because again, if you're being fed the shitty diets, you're you're literally consuming their flesh, mm-hmm. right? And then if you're not somebody that doesn't eat. Um, animals you're vegan and you're eating plants and they're and they're not organic which is a shame everything should be organic um i can't believe it exists even Uh, but (laughs) a lot of our our food is malnutritioned you know what i mean so if you're if you're eating food make sure it's organic healthy food try to source the best things because Mm -hmm. that's where your body's rebuilding itself from you got to realize this your body has trillions of cells and every day you shed and you lose things your skin cells I believe they regenerate every three months your protein cells can turn up to six months Mm -hmm. right and then you are what you eat comes Mm -hmm. from this your body rebuilds itself and guess what it's rebuilding itself from the food that you eat so Mm -hmm. you need the right micronutrients you're gonna feel fucking amazing part of my language (laughs) Um, then (laughs) you need to pick a lifestyle which could be intermittent fasting which I highly recommend Uh, it's just the way we were designed and uh, how we always lived our lives until recently Mm-hmm. So it's not like this is something really huge. You know what I mean? It it's, it's, was ingrained in our lifestyles and in our, in our uh, culture just up to, re- to the recent like 50, 40 years, which, mm-hmm. which I don't know what the hell happened, right? <laughs> so you got to pick a re- proper lifestyle, learning about OMAD diet, one meal a day, maybe a three-day fast, five-day fast, and depending on how overweight you are. Or if you're underweight, then you don't do intermittent fasting. You might only want to do intermittent fasting Couple times a week, yeah. or once a week, or, or how
0: inflamed you are, how how exactly. stressed out your body is. Exactly. Like there's so many different reasons why people would do this. A thousand
1: percent. You had don't a, fight
0: the symptom. It's that, all about internal.
1: That's right. You went and had an amazing uh, holiday. You gained a lot of water weight. Okay, so do a do a one day fast. Do a intermittent fasting for a couple of days. Boom, all your inflammation goes down. Your body releases all the water. You feel great. Boom, you're back to eating regular, right? However you want, but mm-hmm. make sure you respect your body. Mm-hmm. Then. We didn't touch upon about this, but sleeping, uh sleeping is huge, uh huge. Well, we
0: kind of did. We said rest, and that's rest. why that's why we're intermittent fasting.
1: Sleep is a whole nother podcast. Uh yep, it, like, a- like like a whole other <laughs> podcast, and sleep is everything. So, all these things that I talked about will work if you if you have sleep kind of dictating it as well Mm -hmm. because you need everything you need the micronutrients so your body functions and your hormones work proper you need a proper lifestyle so that way you don't you allow your organs to rest and heal themselves and you don't overwork them so you can cure a lot of your own uh i call them disabilities uh basically malfunctions in your hormones and your organs then you gotta sleep let's talk about sleep i know we're running out of time here but let's talk about sleep quickly Sleep is your everything. It's so goddamn important that it'll blow your mind. And also so you,
0: your your body like detoxes a lot. Everything. There's there's certain time frames. I remember learning it in school. There's yes. certain time frames. During certain time frames, different organs That's right. Detox, which is super everything. important. So, Continue, so, sorry. So
1: <laughs> you touched upon that and again we're gonna have to talk about a whole day about just, just sleeping, right? But the um, the the process that happens in your sleep, your all your growth hormone gets released. That's when your body gets to re- uh, you know, regrow that that cells that all the all the cells that you've damaged throughout the day, um, you know what I mean, and everything that you've pretty much all the cortisol that you've created, and you mm-hmm. you broke down muscle tissue or whatever, and your body's rebuilding itself. I think most <laughs> most of your fat burning happens in your in your deep sleep, right, mm-hmm. called delta sleep, um, and that that's where a lot of your fat burning happens. Your natural growth hormone uh, gets released as well. Uh, Your body detoxifies itself. It Mm -hmm. cleans itself. And it resets itself. And, Mm And all these things kind of, that's why it's so beautiful. Because it's not, earlier what we talked about, it's not just one thing. It's how you eat, how you behave yourself how you regenerate your sleep mm-hmm. and who you hang out with, mm-hmm. right? Because the stress in your life and everything else, right? So if you're not sleeping neither, your body is going to produce a lot of cortisol. Mm-hmm. So you could be doing A, B, C, D, E, F, G, right? But if you're not doing sleeping right, well, guess what? A lot of the stuff is going to go throughout the roof, mm-hmm. right? Uh, out, out the window, I meant to say. It won't matter <laughs> because, um, because it kind of brings all these worlds together. And that's why... You know, we're doing this podcast and it's an awesome podcast in the sense that we got to talk about the general parts of it. But Mm -hmm. there is so much more like uh, like I I could talk about this for at least 30, 40 hours. No problem. (laughs) Right. Uh, About every single topic. Exactly. Not 40 hours each topic, but everything put together because there's Mm -hmm. so much to learn about our human bodies. Mm -hmm. Right. And uh, man, honestly, like. It was a great conversation. I, and I know, No, I still and, and want
0: to continue it, but yeah, like, I, I know. feel like people are going to be like, okay, that's it.
1: I know, I know. And <laughs> I, I want to talk about keto. I want to talk about sleep. I want to talk about more about intermittent fasting, just about intermittent fasting. Hmm. We're
0: going to have to have like a day for each topic. Hell this, yeah. This is going to be a great 2019, yeah. my friends. Yeah,
1: proper nutrition, everything. Mm-hmm. So
0: So I really appreciate you coming and being on the podcast. This was Phenomenal. It was huge. And this is a part of the podcast where I give you the floor again. Yeah. <laughs> I think. I'm, yeah. And, so. and this is where you can plug in how people can reach out to you. So obviously they can catch you at Herx because that's where I c- yeah. catch you. And, um, yeah how can people connect with you yeah
1: honestly right now uh if anybody's in the fort york area downtown toronto area in the six we call uh (laughs) swing by the store if you ever want free information uh people know me in the community i give off free information just like this depending on whatever problem anybody has again i don't know all the answers i like to know all the answers i love to learn and i love to help so you can stop by the store come have a chat with me um also i just registered my url my first name and my last name. Uh, I'm gonna pronounce. It's Arthur Kirch. That's gonna be a hard one for a lot of people to pronounce. Uh, it's A R T U R K Y R C Z dot com. Um, I'm gonna be talking about all these topics, and uh, and uh, it's gonna be beautiful because then we can actually talk about them on a the podcast, mm-hmm. right? So a lot of the stuff, or on Instagram, if you want to get in touch with me, it's Herx City Place. That's on Instagram. So that's H E R C S city place <laughs> city place one word uh that's on instagram uh and obviously uh i don't know if my name's going to change but on instagram it's uh right now it's my first name artur a-r-t-u-r delta six now you know why i use delta because it's your everything it's your deep sleep uh brain waves and shit but uh contact me you cannot uh, you can figure it out through jenna and stuff yeah, but
0: i'll put all the links in the bio of yeah. this podcast wherever you're watching it spotify Huge. Uh, Apple Podcasts Google Podcasts YouTube wherever Boom. it's all gonna be there um, yeah if you like this podcast give it a nice rating give it a thumbs up I know I'm going to because I've already enjoyed this can't wait to listen Th- to it back this, <laughs> honestly this
1: was just the beginning and I think we can talk about a lot because before you created this podcast before we uh, go on another tangent here we talked about this <laughs> yeah we and we, did. and we said like man we need to sit down and talk yeah uh, and uh And this is it. So this is... I'm a newbie, by the way. This is my first podcast. That's fine.
0: You're natural. You did well. I mean, it's just a conversation. It's not like an interview or anything. It's a conversation. That's what I like about it. It's more personable. People can understand it better. Yeah. It's more relatable, etc. Anyways. And and, and
1: I wanted to say that this was my first experience. And uh, you broke my virginity. Thank you.
0: Oh, well. (laughs) We went there. Okay. And that's how we're going to end off the podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening again catch new episodes every friday